Hello. Welcome to this week's edition of... Hold on, let me tell it. The podcast, episode 16, coming to you live from the Dongsville Podcast Studio and Toy Museum, right here in fabulous Janesville, Wisconsin. I am your host, Matt Marbury. Across from me, as always, is Jody and Christy's favorite son, the man called Doge, the extinguisher, Adam Tollefson. What's up, people? Not a whole lot. What's up with you? Not much. Again, this week, uh, this podcast is brought to you by Down the Street Bar and Grill, located at 967 South Jackson Street. Stop in, get some food, hang out on the patio, play some bags. Say hi to Todd. Say hi to Jenna Lee. Say hi to Chris Ann. Say hi to Wicked. Stop in, get a drink, have a good time. And this week's beer that is featured is from Hop House Brewing Company. Right here in Verona, Wisconsin. Verona. This is the Hidden Stash IPA. Yeah, it's pretty tasty, actually. Um, when I smelled it at first, I was like, oh, it smells like it's going to be one of those flowery ones. Not yeah. not as bad as that uh, dusty one I bought a few weeks back, but yeah, it's actually pretty fun. goddamn delicious. I like it. I would recommend it. Uh, Hop House Brewing Company, Hidden Stash IPA. Find it at DTS. Um, speaking of, you mentioned, you rattled off some bartenders down there. Wicked. Uh, that's one of our friends down there. He actually dropped off the beer to me yesterday. And in doing so, I was just kind of asking, you know, what he's been up to. And he's like, dude, I, uh, fell down a fucking YouTube rabbit hole of the Dark Side of the Ring documentaries that we were talking about last week on Vice. Yes. And I was like, oh, really? You know, what do you think? Because Wicked, he, he's a casual fan of wrestling, like... I wouldn't even say that. Probably not. I mean, you can tell. I'm sure he like he, he knows, had to have watched it as a kid or something, but he knows enough to where yeah yeah. You mentioned a couple guys. I'm sure he's like sure those guys, but I I, I find it hard to believe that he's flicking on uh, raw or something like that. Even once he like he's probably better for it. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, <laughs> Saving himself a lot of time. He is. a lot of time. I know, like the. Tuesday will roll around, and if I haven't watched Raw on Monday, Kendra's like, what are you going to do tonight? And I'm like, well, it. <laughs> I'm fucking three hours behind on the week on wrestling already, so yeah, Brie mode that shit. That's the fast forward button for yes. all of you uh, uninitiated. Um, <laughs> but no, I was like, well, what are you thinking about these docs so far? And he's like, dude, the fucking Bruiser Brody one was super good, and he said he was able to watch the Macho Man one, the Brody one. The Montreal Screwjob one was not on YouTube, but he did catch the Von Erichs one, which was like the newest one. Have you have you seen them all? Or no, I've only seen I've seen the Macho Man one. I've seen the Bruiser Brody one. So I got I got some catching up to do. And Bruiser Brody is one that people probably don't know about, but I think that might be like the best done one. Yeah. That they've done. Yeah, and I, I watched the Macho Man one. I'm like, yeah, that was, that was pretty good. It was that was all right. And I'm you know because I'm a fan. I'm like, oh, that was, that was cool. But then the Bruiser Bruiser Brody one, one I was like, holy, uh, holy shit, dude, that that's. There's definitely cool stuff in, in all of them. I wanted that Macho Man one you bring up. There's two fucking things in that. Um, one, his brother, the genius, Lanny Poffo. Yes. They interview him, and he's, like, laying in his bed, <laughs> and there's, like, a television set mounted coming from the... from the On the ceiling. Ceiling. <laughs> yeah. Like, right above his bed. Like, and it's big. It's, like, a 50-inch TV, just, like... Boom, right in your face, right above your bed. And I'm like, I don't know. It just looks super fucking funny that they would even videotape him doing that. 
Well, um, that, and can you imagine, like, I wouldn't, I'm not laying under a 50-inch TV like that, dude. Are you kidding me? Just like, well, if that thing falls, <laughs> TVs <laughs> nowadays are very light. I don't give a shit. That, uh, uh, I'd be more worried about the semen dripping off of it. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like that's what he's doing. <laughs> You're a good shot. <laughs> <laughs> the other thing was they, inter- uh, they interviewed Linda Hogan. Oh, she was so fucking full of herself in that thing. She is. She definitely is. I mean, she was fine, but you could tell that she was living the life. Oh, yeah. Off know? of fucking Terry's money. Yeah. yeah. Um, but one thing I thought was fucking sweet is she had this table. She had this, like, dining room table. just a round dining room table. Yep. That all of these 80s wrestlers, like, carved their names oh, yeah. and shit in. Yeah. Like, dude, how fucking cool would it be to have that table? Like, it's one of a kind... We've discussed earlier about how many of these guys are not with us anymore. Like, I, you got to think like 85, 90% of that table is just dead. Right, for sure. Yeah, they were pointing out, oh, here, I remember when they etched this in or yeah. this. And... <laughs> yeah. And speaking of dead, that brings us to the Von Erichs episode. Uh... <laughs> and Wicked was like, he's like, dude, I know, you know, I knew of the Von Erichs, but. I heard the name. Yeah. And he's like, I didn't. I didn't know that fucking. They all just dropped like flies one after another, and I didn't know all the stories either. But I, holy shit! Like, people, I still don't. I know a couple. So let me just give you the. I mean, you don't care if I give you the Cliff's Notes version of this, do you? Or? As long as you're not spoiling a bunch of shit. No, 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 no. But um, the only living. So it started. There were six brothers. One of them. I mean, was not in the business or whatever. One of them died when he was like six years old. So that's like the the first Von Erich brother to die. He's like a six-year-old kid. I think they said he was like fucking around. The family had a trailer home, like even though they were really well off. Folks, these guys were like kings of Dallas in the, you know, late 70s, early 80s. Oh, I didn't know that. Yeah, like they were fucking kings down there. But they lived in a mobile home because they were constantly going from place to place. So it's Hmm. like... They would work this territory, then they'd work that territory. So rather than like hole up in a hotel or whatever, Fritz, the dad, he just had the family set up in this mobile home or this trailer or whatever. Oh, okay. I'm sorry. I thought you meant they had like, they're well off from wrestling. That's what you're saying, right? They were, yeah. Okay, I thought you meant they Fritz had, ran I like a he territory. Owned a trailer park because they were like they came from from a rich family. No, and then they started wrestling. No, I got you. No, I was no, like, no. what? Their money's from wrestling, and like they were that. like yeah. teen heartthrobs and stuff, which I don't understand because <laughs> when you look at pictures of them, they like all look like fucking inbred. Yeah, icks, the like, hills have eyes and shit. Yeah, you know what I mean? the Von Erichs like have eyes. Looks like it started um, off as the Vons and the Erics, and eventually they became the Von Erichs. It's fucking <laughs> weird, but... So yeah, this six-year-old, he gets like electrocuted outside the trailer home and dies like face down in some snow or something. They said, the way they described it is he got electrocuted, then landed face down and drowned. I don't know. And, and they said in the snow, which sounded weird, weird. Me, but whatever. I don't know. So he dies. Then like... And then there were five. And then there was... uh <laughs> then there were five. Like, the main Yikes. guy, David Von Erich. This guy was a fucking stud. Like, just a giant. He was, like, six-something. Just, I mean, he was, he was like, the, the biggest wrestling star in the family. And they're, like, he would be, like, the Hulk Hogan of that territory or whatever. Right. He goes over, he books some shows in Japan. And he ends up, while he's on this tour of Japan, he drops dead. And they... Th- 
like they always talk about it as like drug overdose, but the way they made it sound in the documentary, and I don't know if it's them twisting it or whatever, but they said there was some sort of like, and honestly, this even sounds worse. They said it was some sort of like gastrointestinal thing where like his fucking intestines literally just burst inside his body and just bled out internally. Like that sounds fucking terrible. Um, after that happens, they, they have another one, another one of the brothers. You going to save me any of these guys? <laughs> well, I'm just kidding. All right. Can I be surprised on one? Cause you kind of, yeah, I guess the electrocution okay. in the, I will say, okay. The, <laughs> the, guy that shit out the one up. left is Kevin Von Eric. He's still with us and he lives like in Kauai, Hawaii or something like that. Like he's fucking off the grid and Dude, just, just just like listening to him and seeing his eyes when he's telling all this heart-wrenching shit, you're just like, God, I fucking feel for this guy. Ugh. And the one thing that stuck out to me the most was he he looked into the camera and he's like, I used to be a I used to have five brothers, and now I'm not even a brother. Oh my <laughs> god. <laughs> Oh my! That was it was some fucking heart wrenching stuff. Oh my god! At this, oh. you know, at like a certain point they they leave in, which they you know they mo- most likely would have cut. But he's like, I guys, I just need, I need ten minutes. minutes. Like I need ten minutes, and it's like, dude, holy shit! Like, no kidding, you need a fucking minute, dude. right? Like you deserve it. He's like, the you... he's the only one left, and and God, you must fucking. I mean, you just think about all the tragedy, but yeah, so. Go out of your way. I know it's depressing, but go out of your way and watch these things. They're they're really well done. Yeah, everyone I saw has been has been good or great so far. Yeah, I'm um, excited about that the Screwjob one too. Yeah, it's Wicked was here. We actually we start a summer bags league uh, next Wednesday down at down the street, our featured bar. Yes, and they're currently looking for one more team for this league. So I think the entry fee is forty dollars. Uh, that includes both, you know, both participants. So basically, twenty bucks a person. Um, I'm not exactly sure that I know the start date is next Wednesday. Yep. And it, I don't know how many weeks it runs for, but it's a great time. I encourage anybody out there that wants to play, get at us. Yeah, uh, you we don't can definitely get you penciled in. Yeah, you don't have to be a a bags champion. No, what we do is anything. we actually we run it to where you play everybody. Every team plays everybody once. And then at that point, it breaks off, and like the top half of the teams play the top half of the bre- of the teams twice, and the bottom half play the bottom half twice. So, if you're good, the second half of the of the year you'll play nothing but good teams. Um, if you're not so good and you're there to have fun, you'll play other teams that are basically just there to have fun, you know? Right. Um, or your skill. We do like a raffle and stuff every week where <coughs> you I think you buy raffle tickets for five bucks or whatever, yep. and Whatever, if your name gets drawn, you get to throw three bags for a prize, and that if nobody hits it, that prize you know grows every week. We had guys throwing bags for like three hundred a bag or something last year. Do you remember that? Yep. So yeah, it's I mean it's a good time. Beers beers cheap. The patio's nice. Get on out there. Um, other than that, how was your mysterious weekend? I don't. Where'd you go, Mars? I don't know. It was mysterious, Matt. I mailed you a couple letters. So to find out where I went, you'll need to read those and follow the clues. Um, no, I'm just kidding. Uh, we went to Milwaukee. Have you have you been? Ah, the good land. <laughs> <laughs> um, we 
we celebrated our, our wedding anniversary a little early. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, man. My third wedding anniversary with my beautiful wife, Ashley. We had a great time. We um we went to Turner Hall. Is that a gay bar? Which uh used to be. No, mm. it's not. You know where Turner Hall is. I know. We were just there the weekend before for NXT. Right. So we went there for a, uh, it was called Geek Craft Expo, I want to say. And what is that? It was a bunch of vendors that had crafts that were geek orientated. So you got your Star Wars, you got your Game of Thrones, you got your uh, Dungeons and Dragons stuff I don't know anything about. Um, yeah, right. I, well... I I stopped by the booth and looked at stuff and said, I don't know. I saw a 20 sided die in your console of your truck. Funny you said that. (laughs) Why? Because there was a dude that there's like these bowl looking things and they're like made out of wood and they're very intricate and they're ornate. Ornate. Sure. Okay. In their, in their etchings and dudes like, these are all laser cut. And I'm like, pretty cool. Thinking, what would you put in this bowl that has like, zigzag holes in it and just weird designs and shit okay and then it i it dawned on me it's like oh no they're like weird um holders for like 20-sided die so very dungeon and dragon-esque so what do you mean holders like you would keep them in there when you're not playing or do you i think you roll in in like the middle of it and then that maybe they hold around or like they're holders on the side I, i don't know like they it, yeah. It, now I don't know much about the Dungeons and Dragons culture, um, but if but somebody explained it to me once, like you have a character, yep, and like you spend all this time creating said character, and then you go on these, you know, adventures where you roll dice, and then somebody like tells you what happens when you roll what dice or whatever. Yeah, dungeon master. Okay, dungeon ma- <laughs> the dungeon master, the gatekeeper. <laughs> I, mean, whatever. I heard. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and uh but but you can spend like all this time like with this guy and then your character can just die and then you can never use that character again um i feel like you've played some video games that this is probably pretty close to but yeah uh you don't get to there's no response yeah you're not responding I, well, you know what? I, Even I, Jesus respond. I was gonna say I call bullshit on this because there's if you're playing a game like this, that's so goddamn you know mythical. Yeah. You're telling me that you spent a year creating this fucking thing, and there's not some weird spell that can't bring you back. You Come mean on. to tell me I don't have a revive elixir? Right. <laughs> I don't know what that is, but yes. So there, there's other shit. There's, uh, you know, just artists. There's cool. Like one guy had his own comic book, uh, graphic novel deal, which he was pretty popular. Yeah. Yeah. I, I, I don't. He tried talking to me about it. I'm like, that. Well, there you go. Kick good, ass, dude. Good on you. Good on you. Yeah. I was like, yeah, hey, doing your thing. Um. But yeah, I got you that uh that Mario watercolor thing. Yeah, that's, that's pretty cool. sweet. Uh, I got a cool Simpsons uh drawing of crusty and it's crusty like is he smoking a pipe or a, a big blunt cigar or something? oh a cigar okay and then the cigar smoke is like all of his sideshows yeah including all right so which it was disco stew i don't know why he was in there i don't either there must be a reason yeah sideshow mel sideshow bob sideshow bob and, I was like, and oh, then there's, and there's one Luke. other guy yeah. and i was like i did, i couldn't figure it out then matt and me, matt looks at it in two seconds like, 
Oh, and Luke Perry. <laughs> and I'm like, guess yeah. who that is? Yeah, Luke Perry guest starred on one, and it was side. It was like sideshow Luke. Luke. Yeah. <laughs> R.I.P. Luke Perry. But yeah, that was cool. It was free. It was at. at I mean, you had to like register, otherwise it was two bucks or something. Oh, and then, but on that man. second floor, there's that bar. You know? Yeah. You ever heard of a pop up shop? I don't know. Like I've heard the term pop up shop. I went to a pop up wrestling show like two weeks ago See? but i don't understand what is the what's what's the difference between a pop-up something or just an event like i, I the, what i've got from it is that it's it's just very little promotion so in which may not mean a whole lot if we go to like an indie wrestling show or like a you know a smaller one or because a, that's low on the uh advertising as as it is right okay uh, yeah, and, and or or like re- this thing was a '90s uh, a '90s pop up shop, so it was all like, I don't. To me, it was more hip hop orientated, but maybe not. I mean, there's a ton of sports stuff there too. So what's the draw for these people that put up these pop up shops? Wouldn't you want more? Shit. Well, wouldn't that, you want more promotion? That's or? what I was getting at. Is a lot of times, or where I've seen them originate from, is like on Twitter, and they'll have like. A skate shop, but then they'll have you know some. Oh, you know what I've heard of a couple well-known celebrity and like holy shit, blah 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 is here right now and you go know, check it out. And yeah, that's like all the pub you need. Yes. So I remember a few years back they like turned some of the Seven Elevens into a quickie mart for a day. Would yep. that be considered that? I think or, so. Um, some like cafe in New York they turned into like the whatever the fuck place from Friends, the coffee shop. With the sure. Pub. Something roast or something. Yeah, I, I there's ten thousand people yelling at us right now. I going, know it's called the friendly chat or whatever the hell it's called. Something roast or something. I don't know. There is yeah. God damn it. Oster roast. Yeah, I don't know. Yeah, uh, you know, it was always weird. They always had like the best seats in the house when they went there too. I never understood. Like, oh, the couch is always open for the friends, huh? <laughs> yeah. Kick them out, Gunther. <laughs> I don't know who that is. I think that's the guy. I don't know. That's, that's the proprietor of the... Uh, uh, <laughs> probably. The place we The peach camera. pit. <laughs> yeah. No, that was Nat. Yeah. We all know that was Nat. <laughs> don't fuck with me on some 90210. Uh, <laughs> bring up Luke Perry and Matt just goes to town. You win the last two weeks in the hills, Doge. I won it. They call me Brenda. <laughs> yeah, I want to... I want to take a quick break, and then I want to get back into some more of your uh, Milwaukee festivities. Sound good? Sounds good. All right, we'll be right back. All right, everybody, we're back, and the mysterious weekend in Milwaukee continues. What else did you have going on? So then we walked out of there, and um, did you see that Snapchat I sent you about what is uh, next to Turner Hall now, where we used to, okay, you know where we always park at, kind of kitty corner? Yeah. Do you know what is next door to that now? No. And I'm really bad with Snapchat. I'll open it up and be like, you have snaps from two weeks ago, so... No worries. Punchbowl Social Dude. What is that? Okay. It's no Central Perk. It's no Central Perk. Ah! We figured that out like <laughs> a second after we stopped recording. Swear to God, we didn't Google it. All you fuckers out there that think about you need to correct us, we figured it out. We got it. it. We're a little slow, but no. Uh, Punchbowl Social is um, uh, 
like a, a kick-ass bar, has really good food, but then they have bags. They have, um, like, think of every fun game that you can think of, and they have it all inside. Okay. So, like, we, we went to our first one in Denver, and then I think now they have they have a Minneapolis. So it's a Milwaukee. franchise thing. Yeah, um, we might have went. It's like, dude, that's like something that I talked about wanting to open up like a decade ago. I know. I I talked about like having indoor bags, having all this shit, and I was like, I'd call it sidelines. And now there's a fucking bar in town named Sidelines. <laughs> right. I just didn't. I didn't have the. You know, I don't know what I'm doing. I'm not a businessman. I'm a businessman. Um, but yeah, I don't know how we missed that. Like going in NXT because we just we haven't parked in that side in a while because it was shut off because of the building forum. The forum. Up, yeah. Right. So yeah. Like, oh, so it's on the other if side. If we just would have the... looked to the right, we're in NXT. It's gigantic, there, dude. Huh? It's two stories. There's balconies. It's we would we should. We would have went early and played bags. And... How smart of them for cashing on the fact that oh new fucking God. stadium went up there. Cash cow, dude. Yeah. And then, then you know how it looked when we were there for NXT, like the ruins of the, the Bradley, Bradley Center. Center. Looks like they could film the fucking day after tomorrow too. There, like it is. Yes. So, uh they were working on Saturday because we come walking out from that Geek Expo. Oh, thingy working on just de- on the de- on the demo. Yeah, and. I was like, I think I was like on my phone looking at what we're gonna do next or or what time we could check in um to the hotel we're going to, and all of a sudden we just hear a ruckus and I thought I had my damn, I tried to get to the the camera in time, but they took out like a whole section. Oh right, really? We were right across the street, like right on the steps, like holy, you know, everybody's cheering and holy shit, you know. So that was kind of cool. I remember they posted a video on Facebook when they started taking that place down, and it's like. They they like had some charges set or whatever, and they like popped oh, the them all. Implosion. It was fairly lackluster. Like, was it? Yeah, it barely barely moved. I, I was like, this is fucking stupid. I don't yeah, know. a guy I was talking to at poker said he's like, did you see the implosion of it? I was like, no, nah, I haven't seen it. It was lame. Like I wanted to see the whole. Well, you I saw like a how much one. of it was still standing. Yeah, there's a shit ton stuff. Like I yeah. want that thing to be fucking rubble, like the twin towers. But you can't if the if the forum's <laughs> already built next. To, whoa, <laughs> we're just gonna keep moving with that one. If the um, you tell me how jet fuel can take down a building. What are they the hiding? <laughs> Google God some Jesse Ventura conspiracy, conspiracy videos. Yes, we are we are uh, mimicking him. These are not the thoughts and actions of the show i'm open-minded <laughs> what do you got chemtrails what are they hiding flat earthers <laughs> Kyrie Irving. we welcome all um, all are welcome <laughs> at the hold on let me tell it podcast table um so yeah that was kind of cool to watch and then we head over to um uh a hotel called the ambassador okay sounds um uh, upscale it's got to be more upscale than the hotel we stayed at in Cleveland. <laughs> oh, yeah. Way better than that. But uh, That's a story for another day. I, I, the Ambassador is nice. Okay. Um, what didn't you like? It's that hotel we walk by when we go to the rave. I'm not... I guess I'm not that familiar with that. I mean, I've walked to the rave by a the bank. Times. By the bank, yeah. Here's Taco Bell. Okay. Here's the hotel... Where Jeffrey Dahmer murdered a dude <laughs> in the hotel and cross streets right. So like I don't know why like what room number? Oh so 
I'm getting to that. No, Hold wait. Hold on. Let me tell it. <laughs> 316, you found God, just like Lex Luger. <laughs> so it, we, I get into the hotel uh, elevator after I, because I, I parked in the wrong spot. So I parked in their parking ramp. Okay. And I get in, there's a bunch of people, Marquette kids and whatever, people doing Cinco de Mayo, people doing the uh, Kentucky Derby. It's pretty wild. Like, it's, things are happening. It was a happening weekend. It was happening. Yeah. And we get in the elevator, and when I was Googling uh, Ambassador to see, because there's, there's one across the street, it's called the, the Ambassador Exec or something that's that's newer. Sure. And it's only one floor, I don't know, whatever the business one is or something. One of the Google questions was, what room did Jeffrey Dahmer no. kill the guy? And I'm like, you got to click it. You got to know. No, I'm like, I can't. What? I can't. Why? Because if I do, it's going to be my fucking room. No way. I bet you they don't even have that room anymore. And even if they did have that room, they switched the number on that room. Okay. So here's what happened. We get, I get in the hotel elevator and... I like to think they have a commemorative plaque outside. <laughs> <laughs> A bloody handprint. Yeah. Uh, and uh, the story with it is uh, the gentleman that uh, got, you know, met his demise didn't speak English, really. Okay. Actually got out and... and yeah, got to the cops and somehow the yes. cops brought him back. Yeah, or, or Jeff That's came out. That's the story I was told. Like, yes. Or I was told. Yeah, I think it's on a documentary or something somewhere. Because that, that was the bond in the elevator. They're like, did you know? And then it gets brought up. One of my favorite things. They looked the, it up. The doc, the uh, there was that documentary you're talking about from that trial. He's standing. He's on on trial for these murders, and he's just like stone faced And they're letting all the victims' families like say their piece or whatever, and then uh, up walks this like super emotional, heavy set woman of color, with a tie dye shirt on, that says 100% black on it. And what? she just breaks down. Her whole thing, she just goes, I hate you, Jeffrey! Damn. I hate you, Jeffrey! And I'm like, oh my. And he doesn't bat an eye at it, dude. Like, Oh, yeah. How, a guy like that's How could home. you be that? Because he's not home. It's not, it's I not. I guess, yeah, man. You, there's the no. lights on, but nobody's there. Yes. Um, And actually, the, the, the ambassadors, it's a really nice, actually, old tub. It's like really nice. But like that, oh, it still has like the old, it's historic. <laughs> you know what I mean? The extinguisher. Yeah. You know what I mean? But it's got that old historic... Sure. That... that. So who did you say Googled it? Uh, the, the person in the elevator with me. Um, thick glasses. Said his name was Jay. Uh, maybe that was Jeffrey. The ghost. Jay Jeffrey. Dahmer? Um, no, but it was, uh, I don't know, some, some college kids. And she said, oh yeah, it's on the second Somebody. floor. <laughs> I know this is a bit off track. I can't help it. We're on the eighth S- floor, so we were good. Somebody, it was on what floor did the murders happen? Second. Okay. Um, somebody posted something on Facebook about all the great sports heroes from Wisconsin. <laughs> it was like, uh, Wisconsin, I don't know. They're they're all these sports figures from Wisconsin, okay. like the greatest. Far Rogers, yeah, whatever. Yeah, yeah. And then someone posted, "Don't forget competitive eating." And put a <laughs> yes, I did see that. <laughs> <laughs> there was uh, a shit ton of jokes that the came internet out of that is too. so good. Do you remember any Jeffrey Dahmer jokes? I remember like, what kind of shampoo does Jeffrey Dahmer uh, use? Head, head and shoulders. shoulders. Uh, what else do you got? What they find in his birdcage? Um. I don't know. Cockatoo. 
<laughs> See, that works on two levels of me because it's a dick joke. Yeah. <laughs> well, you got any more? I don't remember the rest. I feel like that's. I feel like you go out on top of that one. Um. So then we went to this uh, really nice uh, sticker. <laughs> <laughs> we went to the steak joint, which was really good. Um, Brewers game's just starting. Uh, is this Saturday? Yeah. Okay. So, so we sit down and like. It was an epic one. Dude, they're no like world famous for the prime rib. What was it called? Uh, Ward's House of Prime. Okay. Shout out to Ward. Yeah. Don't be so hard on the beaver. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, giving Eddie Haskell all that shit. So we're like looking through what we want to eat. And um, I'm like, I have to do the prime rib, right? But then there's like a menu of. You can do whatever you want. You could do whatever you want, but here's the thing with their prime rib is like you've seen the old ninety sixer on the great outdoors. Yeah. They had that, but they had more than that. Like I can't remember the last ounce prime rib, but you could get I mean, it got up into like five. You start doing the math, you're like, well, this number divided by sixteen, that's four and a half pounds of beef. Yeah, I looked at the like wrong menu at first because I'm like What point does a steak turn into a roast? Yeah. I'll tell you what, uh a a table next to us, they sit down. And this dude was having a lot of fun from the Kentucky Derby. He's hammered, and he ordered one of them, I'd almost call them novelty fucking steaks, because it's like, all right, man, that's 189 bucks, or that's, Ooh. no, 259 It got up to 5 And now this isn't like a, this is upscale place, so this isn't like, oh, you eat the fucking giant steak, you, you get, get it for free, or no, like no, 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 no. This is like, yeah, you can order this, but it's going to be two bills. Yeah. And, uh, uh, and, and going. Like, I looked at the wrong part of it, I was like, God, I hope that's not what the prime rib start out because I don't need a, a. You're like hoping you can afford groceries need, for the rest of the week. I don't need an 84 ounce steak. Why are we starting at 80? And then I'm like, oh, that's kind of their their thing is if you want to get crazy, here's our crazy Let's menu. Let's get crazy. And this dude was there. Someone's like, you're getting that, and he's like, you're getting that, and they kind of laughed. And that shit showed up, and I'm like, holy fuck! And it was like Flintstones. It was. I was waiting for the table to fall over. And they were like, "You're not gonna, you're not gonna be able to do much of that." And he's he's pretty drunk, and he, he, they were kind of loud compared to you know the nice restaurant we're at. And you hear him, "I'm eating this whole fucking thing." <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, man. Now, he, where do you think this guy was at? Like, uh, some bar. They're all like derbied up, like dressed. Oh, dressed Kentucky nice. derbied yeah, up. They gotcha. Could, so the chicks at the hats. guys all fucked up on mint juleps. Yeah, man. And he's just cutting away. And I, I've never had a mint julep. They're pretty good. Yeah, I can go for I've one. Had one. You've had one? I've had one. Stopped at one? Yeah. Yet you tell me they're pretty good. Yeah. I feel like if they were that, that good, you'd have had more than one. Have you ever had like a... Was it on Derby Day? I, f- I feel like it was around that time. Where was it at? Where'd you get it at? In Milwaukee? I like to think you went to like Cronin's. And you ever been to Lunatic Reds and make a hell of a mint Vin julep? julep. <laughs> <laughs> the sad part was it was like two weeks after the Derby, too. For some, like when they had the leftover green beer at like St. Patty's Day the next week or whatever. Some place in Milwaukee, I don't remember. All right, um, I got you sidetracked. Anyway, oh, this fine. guy, the giant steak, did he, he, how'd he do? He... Uh, he Got to like ninety percent of it. Wow, that's yeah. impressive. Like, there's a guy I work with, um, Mitch, who can like put away some food. And one of our Christmas parties, we were at Prime Quarter, and my boss Larry, he's like, "Fucking, if you think you can handle it, go feel free, get the biggest steak you want." 
So he gets the, the whatever it's called, bee feeder or whatever. I don't know what... Do you happen to know off the top of your head how big that I've thing is? I've only been there once or twice. It's a great yeah, place, Yeah, I like it. Yeah. It's, it's good. It's all good. It is weird. Like, such a weird restaurant model. Yeah. Like... Pick you, it out, you grill you, it. You pick it out. Yeah, you go fucking cook it. Give us your money. And and the only other thing to eat here is salad bar and potato, and they're over there too. Like, go fucking grab it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> but it is. It's really good. Um, but Mitch, he, like, he was, I don't think he finished it, and it wasn't for not being able to eat it all. It's like... Your fucking jaw gets to the point where it's about to fall off after chewing, chewing red like red meat for that long. That's a lot of food to take in. Maybe that's where it differs here because that it was like butter out of this primer. It was so good. So yeah, then yeah, we, Mitch we, cooked it himself. He probably fucked it up. <laughs> right, you had to cook your own. Yeah, he fucking overcooked the thing. Shit was probably out, tougher than so shoe leather. <laughs> So, yeah, and you could tell the dude, yeah, he quiet, he shut the fuck up, because he, A, he's got half a cow in his stomach. Yeah, he's about to B, puke. Yeah, he's trying he's to chew all, the whole time. fucked so up off not... mint juleps. Right. <laughs> his horse didn't win the race. Uh, well, maybe no one's horse won the race. Did you hear about that shit? No, what happened? There was, like, a controversy? Well, wasn't the, I don't even know who won the race. I know that the favorite got scratched. I don't, I don't know remember either. the name of the horse, but... Um, Corolla does that bit called uh, "Good for the wing, good for the stand." Yes. It's like you bet on whatever horse your you has the best like dick name. Yeah, <laughs> I always love that. That's great. We got when we got back at the end of the night, like we we walk in. There's a couple ahead of us, and they're you know uh, older than us, and the 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 dude's going. Let's go to the bar for one. She's like, we don't need to go to the bar. And he's like, I'm going to the bar. And she's like, all right, I'm going to the room. So she hits the, the elevator bar? with us. Yeah, hits the elevator with us and goes, did you see the race? And we're like, no. See the Brewers game? Because that went 18 innings. And she was like, oh. Braun had three doubles in extra innings. Yes. <laughs> like, that's fucking insane, dude. So we're like, what happened? I'm like, this should be good. But she was, she was too drunk to explain. You asked a drunk broad about a sporting event. Yeah, that was your first mistake. Yeah, and then so like we tried to find an ESPN. I'm like, they got to be shown replays of it. Like I'm picturing something crazy went down, and what really happened was the horse like one. I want to say like one horse fell and took out the rest of the field, and then they had to put a bullet in that horse at the end of the race. Like on sight. Yeah. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking too. Nothing that cool happened. Uh, horse went out of his lane. Did I say cool? I didn't mean cool. I meant terrible. Yeah, I mean, that's, yeah, that's horrible. Oh. <laughs> the extinguisher. extinguisher. No, I guess a horse went out of its lane a few times. Big fucking deal. It's a fucking beast. But came in first, but since they did that, then they had to Oh, they, like, they have to challenge mark off it. The... They challenged it after it was already done and then said, yup, then this horse is disqualified. I may be wrong on this, but... I just don't understand how you can expect a horse to stay in its lane when you're beating the shit out of it with a whip. Not a derby guy, man. I don't know. This question for the derby folks. Uh, I don't like the derby folks to begin with. I don't like beating the shit out of an animal just to fucking race it. Like, you have cars now. I get it. Like, when you didn't have cars. No, I don't like car racing either. I think it's fucking stupid. Oh, man. But. (laughs) We're losing a lot of audience this week. He brought up Towers, he brought up the Derby, I don't brought care. up NASCAR. I'll start talking religion again like I did <laughs> no! last week. 
Oh, this shuddering went off the rails. No, I'm out of extinguisher. No sick is off the table. Um, no, but like, dude, horse racing. Yeah, well, before you had vehicles, fucking ho- race your horse. I don't care. Now we have cars. Like, what do we need to be beating the shit out of horses for? It's true. A lot of horses get murdered. Do you know that? Like, yeah, like years they like break one fucking toenail. They gone. And they're like, they gone. We gotta put this horse down. Yeah, it's fucked up. It is fucked up. There's some racetrack in California, in like Santa Anita, that they've had to put down like twenty five horses this year alone. Yeah, that's fucking crazy. That is nuts. And these majestical beasts are like million dollar horses too. Yeah, I've heard like you can't even. It's hard to even. Uh, you like go in with other people on horses yeah, you have because to. you have to because it's so yeah even a house yeah maybe all that fucking shit. Elon Musk can afford his own horse but the you know even rich guys are like hey man they could put a bullet in this horse tomorrow anytime you want to you want to go havesies <laughs> <laughs> you want to go hoovesies <laughs> um, ah hoovesies a little horse that humor. was good that was good uh, we left the the. Restaurant, and then we hit up City Lights. What's that? That is a brewery over by Pato. I wish I would have asked if that was a gay bar. I wish I would have done that every time. <laughs> <laughs> Eventually, he's got to be visiting a gay bar. Yeah, and it's I don't you're know open minded. I don't you're know uptight. how we. I'll point it out next time we leave Miller Park because it's it's pretty close. Okay. Um, that place is awesome. City Lights. Yeah. Okay. Um, they had a like a Mumford and Sons type band there. Okay. Um, they, so they're doing some cool shit, busting out some, you know, violins and whatnot. And, Ooh, I got a good story about some violins getting busted out in the old Dongsville here shortly, but go ahead with City Lights. Um, no, so, so we watched the game there and watched that band. That was fun. And then we, uh, Ubered over to Pado and got, got down on some anniversary gambling. Sure. What'd you guys do? Uh, we did some roulette. Okay. We did some slats. Cause I've seen you... Drunk at a casino at like three in the morning. That was on a cruise ship, Matt. It's international waters, Matt. I can't talk about that, Matt. <laughs> I Guess never what? Saw a guy you're lose... right on. You're right on the head. I never saw a guy lose two hundred dollars and then win two hundred dollars and walk out of there even like in within twenty seconds. That, that I was... feel like it was like twenty seconds. It was. Um, oh and that God. and that was spot I don't on. have that in me. That was spot on as far as the roulette. Um, yeah, except for I tried showing her what to do, and then it was like, "Sir, you're doing it wrong." And I was like, "Oh," and then we lost. But I ended up. We were up like twenty. They emasculated you in front of your wife on your anniversary. No, they gave me clarification. Sir, sir. They gave me clarification. No touching the girls. Sir. I said, I said, I think you're. Here's what I did on the cruise. <laughs> <laughs> they went, sir. Yeah, if I was not worked up on that somehow too. <laughs> um, but no, I yeah, we ended up like two hundred. That was ahead. before Matt Taven told you to go fuck, fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Current Ring of Honor World Champion Matt Taven. I'm coming for him too. I love that gonna, guy. Belt's gonna be mine for the end of this year. I'll catch him on the cruise. But yeah, that it was it was a great weekend. Oh, and then the next day we hit up uh, the Brewers game and. Got some bobbleheads. Yes, dude. brought me a bobblehead. Brought Thank you, you a very much for that. So you were saying on some Mumford and Son shit. Sort of. I mean, it's along the same lines. We had, we spoke last week about we were having a little uh, musical act here in the neighborhood. Um, the guy, the guy's name is Conrad. 
his act, if you will, is called Possessed by Paul James. I don't know where it comes from exactly. I wanted to, I wanted to chat him up, if yeah. you will. Yeah. Um, but he, like, a, he played a show in Chicago. So let me hit the rewind button. Okay, Charlie's been a, my neighbor. Charlie's been a big fan of this guy for like four years or whatever. Charlie's into like folk music and stuff, and just by hanging out, like you're you listen to it because Charlie's always playing it and stuff. So even though I didn't really know much of this guy's catalog when I first heard that he was coming to the neighborhood, um, I I pulled him up on Spotify and I'm like, oh, heard that song, heard right. that song, like that song, you know. TJ so pop four. It's very funny, yeah, day, yeah, you know? for sure. <laughs> so it's like you end up you end up you do know a lot of this guy's stuff just because Charlie plays it all the time, and it boils down to is Charlie went and saw him. At a show like right outside of Kentucky, I think it was. I actually think it was in Indiana, but it was like right on the border there. Him and a and one of his buddies, Eric, went down to see him, and they've seen him, you know, several times. They go to like these folk festivals. In fact, um, Charlie had tickets to go see Mumford and Sons at the aforementioned. Actually, I don't know if it was at the Forum or if they're in Madison, but Charlie gave up those tickets to go, to see go this guy. to this, uh, you know, this folk festival, and. The guy's, like I said, possessed by Paul James is the act. Charlie ended up talking to him and is like, well, how much, you know, to come play a show? You know, these guys do, I don't know if he does, but corporate gigs and stuff like that. Like, I, I'm, you'd be surprised. There's a price for everybody. Like, you can get, if you want, pick a name to come to your house. You can. You can. It's... It might cost you 10 grand to get fucking, <laughs> yeah. you know. Or 10 million. So, yeah. Depends you, who you want. You don't you don't know. But the, it's funny because these people are all available. It's like, so Charlie asks him and the guy comes up. The guy says, well, he's playing, he's playing a show in Chicago. And we're only an hour and a half away. Like, throw out a number and, and we're like, cool. And... So Charlie started promoting it as, you know, it's just like a neighborhood show. We're going to like invite only, kind of tell your buddies or whatever. We're going to take donations, try to get up to the number that this guy wants or whatever. And he showed up. Couldn't have been a nicer dude. Um, uh, Mike and Eric built like a little stage behind Mike's house. It was probably like 40 people. It was Cinco de Mayo. Omar came, made fucking street tacos oh, for I everybody. I saw some of those oh, pictures. I was like, wow. Dude, so fucking Omar's good. Omar's man. Yeah, so like uh, one of the guys made pulled pork. There's like 18 pounds of pork, all this fucking food. Um, possessed by Paul James, Conrad Wirt. He, he's, uh, he's actually a special education teacher in Texas. So that's like his day job. Yep. And then on the weekends, I'm sure not every weekend, but on the weekends he tours and stuff. So he came up, um, he plays like banjo, guitar, fiddle, that kind of thing. One of the things is like, he's a solo musician, but you have to have like a drum beat and stuff. So it's a loop? No. You would think he would have something like that. But no, this is like I said, this is like folk music-y. And he actually has like a board that he... It's like two boards with a microphone taped to the board. Really? And he like That's what he's stomping on? Yeah, he like oh, kicks okay. it. He's always yeah, yeah, stomping yeah, on yeah. it. And it's making like a thump, 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 no thump, shit. thump, and it And it's funny because there's like these washers on there too. And they make like almost like a cymbal sound. So like he's picking away on a banjo or whatever. And he's kind of kicking on this board. That sounds And you're, you're pretty much hearing like drums and cymbal. And, sure. And he's fucking singing and playing these stringed instruments. And it was... 
Dude, it was so fucking cool. And Mike, Mike, the uh, neighbor across the street, Mike Bros, shout out to him. He's in a band here in town, Faster, 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 the yeah. like, punk band. Um, so he's he already has like all the shit. So right. he had the speakers, the PA, all this stuff. So basically they told Conrad, hey man, you just need to get up from Chicago. It's like an hour and a half drive. Bring your fiddle. Bring your uh, banjo. Mike's got an acoustic guitar. We got the sound. Like, yeah, everything else set up. So like the guy shows up. Like I said, super nice. Like he's being so cool to everybody's kids. He's talking with everybody. He's taking pictures with everybody. Um, I, I did like, like I said last week, I wanted to kind of like maybe get him on the show, like get him on our show here. Right. You were out of town. So that was like one strike against me. And then I was, he was also strapped for time. Like he'd already kind of piggybacked on the Chicago show. Mm -hmm. He's coming up here. He's like, yeah, you know, we're going to, and the weather wasn't too cooperative. Like it started out really nice. Then a storm came through and we had to kind of pause it for. I don't know, 45 minutes. And then he came back, played like another hour. And he's like, play another hour. And then I got to catch a flight. Like I got to go teach fucking school tomorrow. Oh shit. Yeah. Um, I bought a shirt and he's got, uh, same shirts as we do that next level shit. So it's a nice soft. It's so funny. Cause he had, uh, he kind of had his like little gimmick table sitting there with his CDs and his LPs and, uh, I think some bandanas. And he had one shirt sitting there at the end of the night. And I was like, ah, it's going to be a, if, yeah, I was like, <laughs> if it's a large, <laughs> I'm, I'm on I'm it. In it. <laughs> I'm in it. If it's a large, it's meant to be. If it's not, it's not, you know, I go and I check it out and it's a large. Nice. And I was like, fuck yeah. And then I was like, <laughs> I didn't even like, this was right across the street from my house, folks. So I like pat my pockets. I don't have my wallet. I don't have a fuck, fuck all in my pockets. Like, fuck. Fuck. <laughs> the money that I did had, I'd already paid, you know, he had like a donation jar. Or right, whatever. We to were donate to for him to come there. For, to come there. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, so it was already in there, and I'd be damned if I was going to pull it out of there. <laughs> you get so caught. I just hey, like, what are you doing? I was going to take this out to buy your shirt. <laughs> I hit up Charlie. I'm like, Charles, uh, let me see your wallet. <laughs> he pulls out his wallet. He's got like 50 bucks. And I'm, like, I'm going to need it. Uh, one of those twenties. <laughs> what am I, an ATM? I'm like, yeah. I'm gonna go buy this shirt. He's got one left, and it's large. So I, I get that. I text. I'm like, dude, I will get you back like tomorrow. Yeah, you know where you, you, know, you, you know where, where I'm I live. at. <laughs> I just don't have my fucking wallet on me. Um, it's the only reason why I even go into that is because the next day I text Charlie and I was like, um, be right over with your twenty bucks. <laughs> His response is. Why do you owe me money? <laughs> I was like, Charlie, you had a great time yes. yesterday. <laughs> That's He's awesome. Like, I went over and brought him his 20s. Like, I did open my wallet and I was like, I was feeling pretty light. But yeah, like, definitely check him out. Uh, his stuff's on Spotify. Possessed by Paul James. Couldn't be a nicer dude. It's like folk songs. Um, he, you know, his, for his kind of first half, he was doing whatever he wanted to do. And then he was like, you know, what do you guys want to hear? We're kind of shouting shit out, and Charlie actually posted the whole thing on YouTube. Yeah. So you check out the whole show. I think it's in like three parts. He borrowed a like a really nice camera from the AV department at Craig High School here. So Is it under like Dongsville or what's it? I think if you type in like "possessed by Paul James" in Dongsville, I think they'll come you up. Find it. Yeah. So yeah, check that out. Um, what do you I... think? Take a quick break. Come back with a couple more things, or what do you think? Yeah, we can take one more break and then uh, figure it out. Bricker, 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 break. 
Hey guys and gals, want to take a quick time out to let you know that the official Hold On Let Me Tell It t-shirts have arrived, and boy are they nice. Uh, they're locally printed by our friends at Up Your Sleeve Custom Screen Printing and Design. If you have a design or need help making one, Up Your Sleeve can help. Check them out at upyoursleeve.com, that's U-P-U-R-S-L-E-E-V-E.com, or contact them directly at upyoursleeve at gmail.com. Support local businesses, and this is a great one. Again, upyoursleeve.com for all your t-shirts, screen printing needs. Thanks. All right, we're back. I wanted to touch on a little bit of controversy surrounding the podcast. Controversy. Oh, this stems from the Call fact... Call up Jesse Ventura about this one, too. <laughs> what are you hiding? What are you hiding on your ankle, though? <laughs> Yes, what are you hiding on your ankle, Doge? We uh, got our tattoos last week, yet uh, photos of yours have not surfaced. Uh, oh, it's Photos there. of mine are, are all over the place, including retweeted by Zia Lee herself. That was pretty gnarly. She's like, wow, thanks, with a big face. I was like, yeah, we're getting married. <laughs> You fucking stalker. Um, no. Get in touch with your father about a dowry. <laughs> I think that's the whole thing over there. I think he's going to be like 42 chickens and a goat. Strong calf. <laughs> um, no, it's done. I will take a pic tonight. Um, we got those tattoos at Zombieland Tattoo Studio yes. at 986 South Jackson. So go see Ben. His phone number is 608-921-8399. Good stuff. He's a, it's a great shop. We had a, we, we had a good time there. He, it's a nice, clean environment. I like all the, I like all the, st- I like the decor. Yeah, he's got a Ms. Pac-Man machine in there. Yeah, dude. A claw, an empty claw machine, but a claw machine nonetheless. Oh, he's working on it. Yeah, he better be. But no. <laughs> and then, it? I was going to say, right up the street from there is... Not, we're not talking about down the street from there. Up the street is uh, Zox, where Lou Dog will be playing this Saturday night with Party Marty and the Bastards. So if you guys want to come check that out, it's, uh, I think, 58 Years of Zox, right next to a place called, well, a former place called GM. Um, so stop down, see some Lou Dog and some Party Marty and the Bastards. Your favorite local shithole, Zox. Yeah, it's gonna be a shit show. <laughs> why are you plugging? Why are you plugging Lou Dog? Cause I'm in Lou Dog. I don't know if we ever discussed that. Oh really? Yeah. I don't know. I'm the DJ. Most people know you. You're the yapper. <laughs> I'm gonna yap all yappity was, yap yap yap. That was the DJ Jazzy Jeff uh, reference. Why don't you throw Jazzy Jeff a bone? I'm pretty sure he's homeless. Are you kidding? <laughs> no. DJ Jazzy that was a Tosh.0 thing. He's like, hey, Hancock, stop giving your son rolls of movies. <laughs> Why don't you throw Jazzy Jeff a bone? I think he's homeless. <laughs> I was like, that's fucking That is good. Tosh. He's uh, a badass DJ, Jazzy Jeff is. Is he? Yeah, still. Still? Still. It's got to be like 60 hitting those wheels of steel. Uh, And I think he came up with a... a a fader that you don't even need a mixer for. Really? So you actually can take it. I don't know gay code. God damn it, man. Um, <laughs> what is it? Go ahead. No, we're moving on. Well, I want to. While we're on that subject, you said you got like, a gay a, code, a portable turntable. I did. But how does that work? It runs on batteries. Okay, that's it. That's yeah. the big, <laughs> the big. Uh... That was. That I was, don't know. 
what what Jazzy Jeff did is nuts because you could take a record, put the fader on the record, and like scratch it. So you don't need a mixer at all. And I'm trying to wrap my head around how the fuck that works. I'll yeah. show you the video. And I got nothing. <laughs> so what I have is a battery operated turntable. It's small that they they did put the fader uh, attached to the okay. turntable. Now, if I recall, you told me it takes D batteries. It does. And I said, D how fucking portable can this thing be if it takes right. D batteries? It does. But, like, you can hook up to your phone, Bluetooth. Yeah. If you want to take it to the beach, you're going to need four D batteries. So, For an afternoon of tunes? Yeah. I don't know. I haven't tried it out yet. It could be, like, one song. Try scratching on it, and it's just like, you're out of batteries. Where'd you get it? Newmark makes it. Anywhere you get... What inspired you to get it? Saw a video. I'm like, that looks awesome. I want to bring a little. I'm gonna bring it over here next week. What's the MSRP on that thing? The MSRP. The manufacturer's suggested retail price. Oh, <laughs> probably about one forty nine. One forty nine. Yeah. On a whim. Yeah. I guess I spent way more than that on figures. <laughs> I told Adam, I was like, I haven't bought a wrestling figure in two weeks, and he's like, what? <laughs> and I said, oh, don't worry. Kendra pre-ordered the uh, Target exclusive Red Rooster, and it's going to be here tomorrow. <laughs> I don't think it is. I think that's a myth. Dude, no way. This figure's been a myth forever, and that's now it's why finally it's happening. That's why I'm saying it's going to continue. All right. Box of gimmicks. Yeah, they're going to find out it's uh, <laughs> Terry Von Erich, and he ain't making it. <laughs> oh, let me talk some more about the Von Erichs. Let me t- no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> Those fucking so, yeah. Von Erics. Come, come see Lou Dog this I weekend. I know my dad didn't want me to put my shotgun in my mouth. <laughs> oh my god! <laughs> well, now there's two, <laughs> and one's alive. So I'm down to one death now, Matt. No, he goes into detail about how his dad. Come on, spoiler alert! At a certain point, like hands him a loaded gun and is like. Why don't you fucking kill yourself, too? Jesus. You coward. Well, two would insinuate there was another one. You already... T- oh, my God. They dropped like flies, dude. We, so, last week we did Jim Ross and the puppies, and this week we end on finding Eric and the shotgun. <laughs> oh, my gosh. Wrestling got dark, buddy. Wrestling is dark. I, I Dark side of the ring. <laughs> I'm starting to think Viceland sponsored us. <laughs> Dude, I'm so in on these things. Dude. Yeah, I gotta check these out. Jesus Christ! And I got you're gonna spill the beans before it happens. I don't know what time it is right now, but if you have time, it's like 40 minutes. You can get through the Von Eric one. Get on it, people! All right. Um, you got anything else you want to say? Anything else you want to plug? Anything else? You already plugged your show. You get no more plugs. Anything else you want to say? I want you not to say anything because I'm pretty sure we uh, got rid of a lot of our audience. Uh, like what do you mean the? The NASCAR folks aren't listening. The flat earthers aren't listening. The twin tower conspiracy freaks aren't listening. Uh, the jockeys aren't listening. <laughs> yep. I shit on horse racing. So we'll see all nine of you mm. next week. <laughs> and you know who else isn't listening after last week's episode? Lex Luger. Fuck you, Lex Luger. <laughs> Out. <laughs>